out here to, you know, retweet us to, you know, because everyone wants to hear me complain about the Super Bowl. All right, no, let's, we're putting a happy face on. Let's get the camera rolling. Let's do it. All right. It is Thursday, February 4th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk here. McCarley, we've got the great Zach Rothenberger here. All right. See, this is the thing. You can always, when that first slides up, when it's like says the stream's about to start, you know, those last emotions out. It's like one last, you know, throw up, you know what I mean, before you jump in the car uh, for those college kids. You know, they don't understand that. You know, but, all right, but anyway, let's – Yeah, dude, all right. So, you know, we got a great show for everyone. It's Super Bowl special. Um, you know, to that point, Zach, we're going to do – we're actually going to work out a little Sunday show. Max is going to jump on. Max is – Oh, perfect. Max is going to jump on with us. There we go. I can't talk. Oh, very nice. Perfect, perfect. I know, I know. All right, but, dude, you know my tongue's spinning because I just want to get the hell through this show because I am upset. But but I got to be a professional. I'm upset for you, believe me. It's uh, it's not who I wanted who I wanted to see there, but uh, I guess life goes but the, on. I don't know. But you know, if the show goes on, we got to be professionals. And the thing is, I have to just stop crying because I've been crying for the show for like for the last three shows. We don't do that many shows, so that's like a lot of shows. That's a lot of weeks adding up. All right, so let's let's get into it. How, how you doing, by the way? You know. Banter, you know, before we jump, I feel like we're always oh, great, great show, Zach. Let's do clickbait. How you doing, brother? We're good. Yeah, just busy. You know, just a lot of a uh, lot of lot of things, moving pieces in life, and uh, you know, it's been busy. But I'm glad that uh, you know we're here talking about sports. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Who's in it? You know, it's uh, it's sports because you know I, I've actually been reflecting a little bit how this point last year, like you know, if we were just starting Super Bowl talk, you know, we had Bryson on with the, from the Chiefs' experience, what's going on there. And, uh, you know, just reflecting on the good old SoundCloud days. And then, uh, you know, here we are now. We're on, you know, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Well, it's fine. I was reflecting myself about Bryce in, in that first show because I was thinking about, like, they get another one? Like, <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> but the thing I, is, I love him like a brother, so I can say that. But. Yeah. But no, no, in a much serious note, you're right. It's, no, it's been amazing. I can't believe how fast you went. I know it did, and it was. It's kind of funny when, you, like, you, you look back and it's like, wow, 2020. Like, we there was really no like no sports until towards the the end of the year, and now it's like everything seems differently for the better. It is, it is crazy when you think about. Oh, look at that! We love the chat. Look at that! The chat's giving us some love. Uh, and you know, to that point, we we love the chat. I feel like we don't we don't, and that's on me. We don't give the chat enough love. Like, we obviously we you know we give them love in the chat and we, we appreciate them obviously but we don't we don't really give them love always number one fan Iris Keyblade Master you know uh, Uncle Ricky you know Joe P Joe G like we got the whole the whole crew like they're awesome like always chatting in with us uh, who, oh obviously trust you know all all the whole crew um, yeah, we love hearing their perspective because you know, we're not right always by any means so it's nice to hear different points of view and you know it's funny how birthday week falls so it's um. Well, since my cousin Mary Kate, but her husband John, but I, I almost want to say my cousin John because yeah, it's, it's, it's a family. We're Irish, but it's like, oh, we're Italian. Yeah. You know, it's the same yeah. thing. Same, uh, yeah. So it's his birthday coming up this weekend. It was my Aunt Ronnie's birthday on Tuesday. She watches the show. And my buddy Drew, I don't remember if you met Drew or not. I don't think you did, but from Duquesne. But it was his birthday as well earlier this week on June or on, Jesus, I say, I'm thinking <laughs> Drew and, oh, yeah, you, you know where I was going there a little mm-hmm. I just want to get through this. It's funny because he's from Tampa. Well, he's not from Tampa. He's living in Tampa right now. And he was texting me about the Super Bowl this week. And I was like, stop, 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 stop. I can't yeah, do right. this, Drew. Let's stop. I can't do it. My heart you, put, you need to put like an away message up like on the good old AIM days that says, please do not talk about Super Bowl. Can we invent that for text message, like an auto response where it's like, thank you so much for your message. Like my heart is still broken from the playoffs. Like please text me on February like 9th or whatever after the playoffs have concluded, like regards Karen. Like something like that. It's actually a really good idea. Like after... 
after big games or uh, even like during a game, like I know for me, like Eagles fans always used to text me during the Giants games, and you know they'd always talk trash. And I was like, I don't need to hear this right now. But well, do you think about it, you could just key, like imagine if you could set your phone with that with like keywords, right? Like so you could like set it for like first down, second down, they should have went for it. like all sorts of like different things, <laughs> touchdown, like. You could just set it all off so like nothing gets through. <laughs> I know that, that would be great. That'd be great. What a world we live in. And then you mm. could obviously maybe have like a burner phone for like your inner circle that you're okay with texting. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Exactly. Um, but no, we really appreciate everyone in the chat and everything. Um, it, it's great. But all right, let's jump to the show. Right? It's been a great show. Uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun in the first year. Um, but let's. Let's get into it. You know it's funny? We know what the common denominator is from this uh, Super Bowl and last year's Super Bowl? Packers aren't in it! <laughs> but that's that. Well, the Giants aren't in it either, so same thing. And we're going to get to that on Show versus Street, which to that point, you know, let me tease the show. we got a great Show versus Street tonight, uh, which we'll do later in the show. Um, we'll obviously break down the Super Bowl as I've been just, like, doing a poor job of, like, working my way around to get to. Uh, we'll do clickbait, obviously, to kick off the show in just a second. And what else we got? Oh, yeah, I guess just more Super Bowl chatter. And then... Dude, I'm hyped NCAA football's back. See, are you? You know what you know what I mean if you know that that phrase. Like you know that it's a code. Oh, I know what you mean. And I've I have an, an interesting take on that as well. So I'm I'm we'll get yeah. To that. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm excited. And and real quick, just for anyone that's like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> EA Sports announced said, uh, I guess what I mean, do you know how like you're a business guy? Like, do you know like what exactly that meant? Oh, I'm sure NCAA and EA um, had to go through a lot of, you know, contract negotiations and legal, like, because the thing with with NCAA sports games, they can't have, like, image and likeness of certain players at that point in time. I think, I forget what the exact reason is, because they're students, I guess, and they can't make money off the students. They're probably because they're over 18. That's, yeah, right, that too. So there's a lot of, like, legal stuff that goes behind it, but. Definitely, definitely cool that it's back. I, mean, I remember playing that all the time. I, yeah, you know, and to that up. point, I was going to say, so EA Sports announced that uh, NCAA football, they got the rights, as Zach was just saying, back to the game after, what, 2014 was the last time they released a game. And even, like, then it was starting to get choppy. Like, they were, like, not releasing it on the reg, and it's cool to have that back. So we'll jump into that in a fun segment, even if you're not a video game person, even though we're on Twitch, so most people on that side are. But, you know, mm-hmm. YouTube and Facebook, right, we'll, we'll have making some fun for that. So, anyway... We're not playing, by the way. We'll, we'll talk about it. But anyway, clickbait time, shall we? Yeah, we might as well open up those books. All right, yeah. Yeah, it is. All right, you want to kick us off? Yep. Yep. You know, <laughs> didn't have to go too far with ESPN Plus magic. I thought that today. <laughs> <laughs> this is a special one. This is a real – oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I have feelings about this one, Zach, so please go. Hey, hey go. Karen, did you know that uh, a, a redraft of 2020 NFL draft you know, does Justin Jefferson uh, come up, get taken a little earlier now, knowing it was his breakout season that he was going to have? And what about Justin Herbert? Does Is Joe Burrow still the number one pick? Like, all these hypothetical, like, redrafts is just such a waste of time, and I don't, I don't know why people even talk about it. I hate it. And, and I'll double down why I hate it. Because obviously most people are sitting there saying they hate it because it's not real, which is why it's clickbait. But... Not only is it not real, you have so many layers to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, I'm, and here's the thing. Like, you can even go in the complete opposite direction. Look at Justin Herbert. He plays on the Chargers. They suck. Could you imagine if they were, like, he was on a good team, how good he could have looked last year? Yeah. Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because everyone right now saying, well, I, I still think it's Joe Burrow. What if, what if he was on, like, Seattle or something like that, and he just bought out with DK Metcalf? Right? You know, you have no idea. Like, or this is, obviously, I'm just throwing smoke up. But you know what I mean? Just, just saying, like, 
that's what drives me nuts about this. You can't just re- first of all the redraft stupid because like you said it's a waste of time. Second of all, it's just it's even if you want to just pretend just to have fun with the article, it's still stupid because it's you no idea how these players would still play in a completely different system, completely different scheme, completely different coaching staff, completely different depth chart. Like it is the absolute worst junk on the internet. Sorry, I I, I wrote that. I was mm, I was I felt some type of way when you sent that over. No, I agree. It's, it's stupid, and it just toys with fan bases' minds. I feel like because it's like, oh, well, we we could have had Justin Jefferson, but instead we took so and so. You know, it's like it's just dumb. It's all hypothetical. It's Super Bowl week, so why would you waste your time drawing? I'd rather read a story about like one of the offensive linemen's like history, like story of how they got to the league, like, how they grew up in like some yeah, backwoods, some like blue collar area or something. Like some with substance, some, yes, yeah, some substance. Yeah, I'd rather see that than a than a, a redraft that doesn't mean anything. No, I, I I completely agree. Oh look, we got we got Lauren in the chat too. We love it. Oh, there let's go. Hey, really, she got a car accident yesterday, so we gotta oh, we gotta send her. No, she's good. She's good. She's good. All right. Yeah. yeah. So and, and you know she went to the cut. Uh, well, I got excited to make that joke, and I just completely threw up on myself. She went into the concussion protocol, but they uh, they cleared her today. Oh, so she's good to go. Everybody's good. good to go. Yeah, she's good. Awesome. So Glad she's listed as questionable, some neck spasms, but she's she's gonna be all right. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, good. so she yeah. might be out for one week, but she'll be she'll be ready to play. She'll be you know ready to rock and roll for your fantasy lineup next week, right? Perfect. So, Perfect. um, yeah. All right, do you want me to jump in? Yeah, what we'll we got? You're gonna look at well, I got two, and they're both Philadelphia related, but in completely different ways. And honestly, none of them are like actually Philadelphia related. They're almost like planets in orbit around the sun, where it's like I don't know. I'll just jump to the first one. All right. Well, my, my, I'll maybe get your clickbait off first because I'm an idiot and can't produce, but. Why, dude? Why does anyone care about Malcolm Jenkins? Thinks about the Eagles. I mean, just in general, but I mean, but the Eagles, right? Like, like I, they're a team that moved on from him. <laughs> there, and to his point, there could be some sour grapes. Oh, by the way, I'm good. See, see, and she's healthy enough to leave comments. Oh, I'm just looking at that too. Right, yeah, look at that. You know, we don't see like a little. Yeah, right. but anyway, with Malcolm Jenkins, oh, I, I just like. You know he's got sour grace to the organization. They they paid Brandon Graham. They paid Carson Wentz. They didn't pay him. Like he was the odd man out in that group. Like so, it doesn't like. And, and I don't even care what he said. Well, I guess well, I'm looking at even what it says that the Eagles uh, screwed up and let Carson see. See exactly. Like it's so dumb. And then Julius keep going because I got another one here. So yeah. and you can just pick everything apart. It's it's like me just throwing everything out, just all the slop out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because I actually like uh, what Kevin Kincaid said. Just in response to this, because he what he said is not clickbait. He was actually one cleaning up the clickbait. And you know, I thought about it in this regard, Zach. You gotta give credit to the people that get out there in the trenches and clean it up for us. Like those guys deserve credit. Like it's one thing to find it, but when you see someone that's actually out there on the front lines cleaning it up, but right, it's this whole enamorant with like as and, and you know, I went to Temple in Philly. And Bruce Arians coached there like back when the dinosaurs were like out there tailgating with the with the fans, and Temple actually had a stadium. Um, in the seventies, like I don't care, he coached there for like a cup of coffee, and then pulled an Urban Meyer and said he had health issues, and then went off to coach some bigger, like better things. Like it's this is almost in a weird way as a Temple guy. I'm like, this is pathetic. Like this is pathetic to me because I'm almost just like you just want to like cling on to something so close to like, like exciting. You know what I mean? I'm just like he doesn't care about you. And that's that point. I know he just is bringing a couple like seven to ten people from like the Temple circuits to the Super Bowl at least, at least that they announced. So like I mean and I'm not ripping him and I'm I I guess my whole point is I'm just like if you're a temple pro, like it's not, like whatever. Like it, it's not a it's not a reason to root for so I don't know. I just am I just being a, a bitter, bitter old man 
the 28 year old body? No, because that would be like me saying that I'm a Bill Belichick fan because he was our defensive coordinator when we won our first two Super Bowls, or or um, or that's like me saying that I like Sean Payton, you know, because he was a coordinator on our on our staff at one point in time. Like just because you have, as you had to say, just because you have a cup of coffee on our team doesn't mean that I'm a lifelong fan of yours or like or like you necessarily. You, you know? went out for drinks. You didn't date. You went right. out on a date. Right. Yes. Dude, it was a short so perfectly. <laughs> the Sean Payton and the, that was that was beautiful. Bill Belichick. Like, yeah, it's like it's like the same thing, you know. Um, as much as I appreciate his time in getting us to the Super Bowls, I you know I don't appreciate what he did. He's done in New England with the whole with the flake gate and the cheating scandal and things like that. So you know, a great. You know, actually, do you want me to break that out now? Oh yeah, break it out. So real quick, give a little tease. Uh, three days till Super Bowl. I feel like how much energy you have there, Karen. Not much. <laughs> uh, all right, but anyway, no, I saw this. So real quick, but this is not the way I plan on this. Like kind of backing into talking about the Super Bowl. But uh, you know, let's let's do it. Two trauma at the barbershop. I mean, this is wild when you really think about it, when you break this down. This is unbelievable. Like all the players that were. <laughs> I mean, just look at Schefter's tweet that we're pulling up here. That there were twenty Chiefs players. And staffers, including Patrick Mahomes, scheduled on Sunday to get a haircut from the barber. That was a team barber, and you got to give the Chiefs credit and the barber credit. Like he was in the like he was a, like almost a part of the team in the sense that like that's why they stuck to one barber and didn't let them all get haircuts different places. Like mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. And then um, he tested positive for COVID, and then obviously the Chiefs, you know, pulled everyone out and, and that whole thing. And then you you did a great job, Zach Hyland, on the show on Monday, just how. Um, DeMar- what was it? it was De- who was it? It was Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, so I was actually wrong on that. So Demarcus, because I, I I read that from it was either ESPN or NFL. They said that if you get in the protocol, like you're done. But apparently they run tests on you. Yeah, they, you the COVID test. So Demarcus Robinson and uh, Daniel Kilgore at the center. But they said if they as long as they clear all like the tests and everything, they'll be good for the weekend now. Not and you know to that point, it's I won't even say you're wrong because what happened was I think what it is is if you are exposed, that's one thing. If you test like if they tested positive, they'd be out. They're done. Yeah, right. So to so this whole them, I think the fact that they've been testing negatives are, is basically their only is obviously their only shot. But um, but yeah, I mean right. Like so so to that point. Um, oh, I gotta pull this up because because Joe in, in top of you were bringing up the Tom Brady cheating thing, which I just thought was hilarious. Joe shared this tweet that was hilarious. Oh, I'm sure it's night. about a conspiracy about the it's barber. Right? Cocker tweet on Twitter, by the way. His, his the way he gets people to bite anyone like that doesn't. We'll, we'll go into another day about Barry McCocker's Twitter account, but um, <laughs> it's basically a spoof. Of, you know, actually, I know I had to explain because people are gonna be reading this. I'm like, what the hell is it? So he, it's a spoof account where the guy will change his profile picture. And obviously you can see like his Twitter handles, like it's just like goofy. <laughs> like and he changes it. Like now it's just like ultra weed hater. And like one time it was like super not racist person. Like he had changed. It's like all sorts of like, like p- super politically correct things. And then like, but he'll change his profile and then he'll change his name out of Barry McCockner to like Adam Scheffner and then put it like put the exact same picture as Adam Scheffner and get people to bite. So like oh, he did one on Rogers retiring like two days ago and like Twitter even bought like bit on it was like reporters are saying Aaron Rodgers retiring. Like it was, oh, it was hilarious. Oh, but but to that point, so he tweeted out, it was, I mean, you can see it, but he was just saying Tom Brady after his partner playing got foiled. <laughs> it's like that meme with the Cavs on their knees. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Uh, no, that, that that thought did cross my mind too. You know, it's extremely conspiracy, but like you know, it's just it's fine. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if that happens? And like, let's say you die and then you find that out. Like, I would just be. I would just. I might die again somehow. Like, even already mm-hmm. dead. Like, 
Oh, I know, I know. That would be an, an ultimate, you know, master plan. All right, but let's let's actually we'll be normal. Well, I'll be a normal person because you're already normal. So let's let's get. To, it's almost like Kieran, can you just please stop like beating around the bush and like let's let's get to some Super Bowl chatters. All right, so it's three days away. You can see the NFL, you know, tweeted out the graphic with Gronk spiking the ball. Um, I wonder if that was against us in Week Six. Who knows? Whatever. All right, come on, Kieran, keep it together. All right, so Super Bowl's on Sunday, obviously. You know, here's the thing. I'm gonna punt it to you and just be like, look, I, I like I'm a jackass, right? Like I've been, you know, bitching and whining about the Packers and not being in it, and and, and you know, I I've been a child the last week and a half. The show is owed an adult opinion for once and an adult mind to to step out of the you know the darkness and just and say something about this game, and and I think you need to do it for all of us because. Like what? What is your? I feel like we actually haven't even talked about the game in some regards because I'm just like, all right, we're getting there. Eventually, we'll get there. Talk. I mean, talk about it, right. I mean, Tampa, Tampa has a hell of a defense. Chiefs. Are, I mean, the Chiefs. I saw a stat they've won 25 the last 27 games. Zach, it's a hell of a game. I mean, it's a hell of a game. Um. So, so break it down. Like, let's 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 throw everything in the stew and let's boil it in the Dutch oven. What do you think? Yeah, I think one thing that I'm. I have to remind myself because I'm on the same level as you are. I think of enthusiasm for the Super Bowl. And I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. I think maybe it's because I'm depressed that football is about to be over for six months. Um, mm. But one thing I'm, I'm reminding myself is, is we're getting a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes, who's the best quarterback in the NFL at this point in time, and we have Tom Brady, who's probably I would say is the best quarterback to ever play in the game. So if you think about it that way, of how special this game could be slash should be when you have two talents and two players like that uh, on the field. And, and uh, you know, even from a head coaching perspective, Bruce Arians is a great coach. Andy Reid's an awesome, awesome dude, awesome coach. You know, two great organizations. And uh, I think I, I've been telling myself to take a step back and look who's on the field and enjoy this, this battle because we might not see something like that again or in the near future. Regardless of, you know, the Chiefs just won one and it's uh, Tom Brady. He's already got like 20 of them, you know. Uh, Besides that, I, I just it's it's almost like with LeBron, like as much as I don't like him, you gotta kind of step back and enjoy his skill set and like be like, and and real, recognize like how talented he is. So that's kind of my view with this game with Brady, at least Mahomes um, too, so, you know. Um, and then, like you said yourself, the Bucks defense has been has been on fire, you know. It, lately, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul is playing like how he did back in 2012 with the Giants, and uh, nothing really seems to slow him down. It's pretty special and Jack Barrett as well obviously you know and uh my thing with the Chiefs is like their defense all year long has been very mediocre you know and then all of a sudden like playoffs Spagnola comes out and pulls out all the small stops and now their defense is I'd say it's almost on part of the Bucks. so do you want me to throw you just a big old juicy bone like go get it boy like this is it for you we all saw the Super Bowl in 2007. The same defensive coordinators playing against the same quarterback. Like you were very uh, what's the word personal with that that 07 oh, <laughs> day yeah. and time. So please, I mean, make a all right. So right, I mean, obviously, I'm beating around the bush. Like right, so Spagnuolo was the defensive coordinator for the Giants in 07. Mm-hmm. They knocked off the under because like, to that point, like it's not just that he beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's still undefeated. Like that was of all the because like, think about right if the Patriots win that game, that goes down as like the greatest football team in history. Right, like they were on, they were rolling through teams. They were going to go nineteen and zero that whole get up, and obviously you, you know, 
that that Giants defense stopped them. That's the reason why they won that game, and you know yeah. that obviously. Yeah. But but to that point, so what do you think about? I mean, and the things I'm not trying to be that guy, right? Because I'm not like, hey Zach, guess what? I can find a staff from 13 years ago, or it's like, but does that mean anything? I know it's different personnel, different teams, different times, like different points in career. But like, is there anything about the mind versus the mind? You know what I mean? Yeah, I th- I think so for sure. There is, you know, we basically not to flash back 13 years ago, but the reason why our defense was so, you know, why we won that game really was we were able to get to Brady multiple times. We sacked him numerous times. We couldn't sack him. We at least laid a hand on him, um, which now he might get flagged for. But we at least laid a hand on him and you know made him feel uncomfortable in the pocket, which is a pretty standard take and you know might be easy to do. But at that point in time, the Patriots' offensive line was like. For years, they were the best in the league, and that was why Brady was able to be so good, no matter who his supporting cast was. Uh, you know, whereas the Bucks, do they have a good offensive line? Yeah, but it's not nearly what it was like for the Patriots back then. But I was fully expecting all to dial up some blitzes and you know, at strategic points in the game, obviously, because you can get bit pretty easily if you blitz too much, obviously, especially with with the Bucks wide receiving group. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking. I wonder what Bruce Arians' record is against Spagnola. Or, or Andy Reid, too, to be honest. That's a good... That's a good I tried point. to find that stat. Uh, I, di- I didn't... I mean, we'll have, maybe we'll do it for the Super Bowl special. Do you mind to have you call you in go. for, like, five minutes? You get, like, the Zach yeah, talk or something like that. For, <laughs> right. funny. Yeah, we got Zach from Glenmore. Like, <laughs> how are you doing, Zach? There you go. I want to get that Super Valley for the show. Could you imagine we have, like, a talk line? We should. I, you know, I've seen on some other podcasts they have a, a line that you can call and leave a voicemail, and then the podcast plays the voicemail, and then they answer the question. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Giants I like podcast, that. by the way. What's that? It's a Giants podcast. Oh, all right. Give it a shout out. I, 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 left, I, left I left a message in there. But... Did you? You slid in some uh, VMs? It's about Jason Garrett, who ironically is going to be with us next year. But, yeah. So he's going to be your offense coordinator again next year? Yeah. Not to, not to just get completely sidetracked. No, please. That, that, that came out today. That, that did come out today that apparently he'll be – he's returning next year to the Giants. Okay. So, well, it's it. This is I'm fine with it personally. So, yeah. I mean, it's it, you know this is one more. This is like a short. This is the Mike Patton routine where it's like he can stay on one year like with the new coach, and then it's it's a little, I don't know about the next year, but they come back within like yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna have a long term tenure, but we'll see. So. Um. All right. But I'll let's uh let's look at this. So there's a few there's a few stats I'm looking at here. Right. I mean, there's I mean, there's so many. Streaks. I mean, look, you got the Chiefs who won five straight playoff games, and like I said, they won twenty five or twenty seven. And then uh, you got, and that might be. And to be fair, I have to double check that stat. It might be with Mahomes and Reed because they. I'm, I can't imagine that stat's true with that week seventeen loss they had in a BS game that meant nothing. Where none of their starters played. But anyway, um, I could be wrong on that though. But if that's in the budget, that's incredible. By the way, but um, Tom Brady ten Super Bowls, but the Bucks have won seven straight. And what is it, they want five or six road games? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it was. Now they're uh, I mean, not that it matters. I mean, it's like we're kind of like, well, yeah. So like, quick, quick question. So if the, if the Chiefs do win, do you think they go down as like the best football team of all time, considering that that stretch that you just talked about? No, because the Patriots, A, did that mm-hmm. and more. True. I think what's interesting about the Patriots is how they did it in different spans. And that's, I mean, obviously it makes you gag if you're not a Boston sports fan, but like, mm-hmm. To that point, <laughs> but to that point, um, you, I mean, as, a, as just a general, fo- a res- like, you know, a gentleman to the game, quote-unquote, right? Like, that, to me, I, I, I respect it. 
um, what they did, obviously. But but no, uh, to your point about the Chiefs, they're close. They're on the doorstep of. They're basically they're like the next round, and they're very much a part. Of, let's put it this way: the other team already teed off and is in the clubhouse act, and these guys are right on there. They're birdie in each hole, and it's just like, well, I mean, unless they start boogieing the hell out of the rest of this course, like yes, they will probably keep birdieing and, and yeah. catch them. I think it's on the table, but this game doesn't do it. Yeah, I think if the Chiefs win and then they win again, if they three-peat, then they are. But yeah, yeah. That is extremely hypothetical at this point. I know. What are we getting? Clickbait out? I know. Well, no. Good fun. Okay, JG's fishing rod's out there. I can go get it if you want to you know, start rolling the line out there for some yeah, bait. Throw a little. Um, no, all right. But let's, let's, uh, here's the other thing. When you think about that, let's, let's throw this out there for a second. And I know this is kind of in the clickbait realm, if you will. Is how hot of a take this is. If the Chiefs, don't lose that one game to the Raiders. They're basically undefeated right now. Like, how far away are they to being like the the Patriots of of you know of of what is oh seven obviously? And now the Bucks are kind of the Giants' role, where they're the Road Warriors. It's actually a very interesting concept when you think about it. That's a good point. Though. I I never I didn't think about it that way. You know, um, and as much as I've knocked the Bucks for you know five of those seven straight wins were against I believe a losing team, except for you know against the Saints and the Packers, obviously, but. The way, you know, they made it there, so that's all that matters at the end of the day. And it's, uh... What's the common denominator in that that run? Both won a Lambo! So, what I'm interested in, I know we talked about this before, and maybe it's not a story at all, is the fact that Tampa is at home. They're at, in Tampa. Can I just, this is, I know, it might just be a pissant when I say this. I'm so tired. And I, I don't know how this didn't slip into the clickbait realms. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll use it on Sunday. There you go. I'm so tired of hearing about the stupid pirate ship and the cannonballs firing if they score. Who cares? I don't care. I literally don't care. And I know I'm obviously the most jaded person. But, like, seriously, if you're an actual football fan, what, like, what the hell does it matter? And, like, I actually thought it was stupid. And I think it's kind of, like, it, it's, no, I was about to say, I think it's kind of funny. It's. I'm almost laughing at the fact that the Bucks try to die on that hill trying to get the cannonballs, like to fire when they score, like and then like and the Chiefs were so passionate about not doing it. It's just like, what does it matter? They, they're already scored. Like there's no home field advantage. They were, as long as they're not playing like down, like you know, and, and playing Chevelle or something at the top of like the, the, the speakers, like as long like, as long as that stuff's even killed, like what difference does it make? And, and the best part is I don't care about any of it. I don't even know why I'm getting worked up about it, Zach. Because I'm pissed off the Packers are in the Super Bowl, that's why. Because I'm a child. <laughs> I'm a child. No, it is it is interesting, and you are right. The fact that the Buccaneers tried to get them to fire the cannons and the pirate ship, all that, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of asinine to me. But, uh, well, too, if they did, you know, that, that, that uh, Muppet Treasure Island thing would have been looking real sharp. Right. Well, they said there's going to be 30,000 fans there, at least. So, you know, we won't, we won't need a cannonball to fire to, to make it loud. So that's, you know, it'll be nice to have some norm- normality, you know, to the game with fans and stands, at least, yeah. and hearing hearing actual fans and not like yeah, we'll push the cool. button. I, I don't know why I'm reflecting on that too. Like, is like maybe like not to be weird. Like, there would be that guy like when your season a few weeks before. Like, did you feel this like sense of ah, damn it? But you know, like next year we'll be there in the stands for them. Like, I'm excited about. Like, I want to be in the stand. Like, like we weren't here. Like, I basically I was joking around. I saw like a, a lunatic. I was saying that Joe's like. I felt like the fans were out for the season this year with like an ACL, if you will. Like, like yeah. you know I mean, they had to be completely sidelined. Like, if the Packers won the, the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be able to go to parade. Be, like, there's no, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that was me like, just being ridiculous. But I, I'm just, 
I don't know, did that pick you up at all? No, it, it did a little bit. But, you know, I think I, I'm hoping that next year you see either maybe not full capacity, but at least you know maybe fifty percent. Uh, I think you'll see some pretty pretty cool stuff. I think Bill's Mafia will be wild. That's for sure. So if we're allowed to go, I'd say we should go. But, I am excited for the. Um, for the schedule to come out just to see like whenever everything starts. I don't always love when that happens. Oh, schedule release day is awesome because that's when you get, you know, you start thinking of like uh, away games that you might travel to. You start thinking of like, you know, those certain cities you want to see or, uh, you know, things you want to do. It's pretty cool. And you know what? I'm looking at the chat. They should have Tim Curry as the, as the Buccaneer mascot for the Super Bowl. We can't have a better pirate than, than, uh, oh, long John Silver. They really um, couldn't. Uh, but all right, let's all right. So real quick, just not to dive in the gambling circuits too hard. But all right, Keith, and because we'll jump in out on Sunday. By the way, noon show on Sunday. So okay. That'd be fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, but Casey's minus three. They were minus one and a half last year in the Super Bowl. Uh, Over under is fifty six this year. Is fifty? Excuse me, is fifty two last year. I like did the over. That, that, yeah. Did they say that's the highest over in Super Bowl history? Over under in Super Bowl history. Fifty six is. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Z-Facts. Right, there you go. But damn, no, I mean, that's crazy. I, I, I mean, that's not, like, I guess I'm like, really? Like, that's, I mean, 56 is obviously a high number. Maybe I just look at college football circuits too much. But um, it's going to rain. I mean, that's what I was there's, there's a 75% chance of, like, thunderstorms and rain, right? Yeah, so let's pull it up real quick. And Doritos, congratulations. You found your way into, into the show tonight. <laughs> I like Doritos, though. Um, but so it's going to be scattered thunderstorms in the morning. Uh I just want to like do like a weather. I wish I had like the weather jingle in the background, like do 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 like but just like scattered thunderstorms in the morning, partly scattered skies, yeah. But um, so it's a high of seventy five, slight winds in the morning, and then partly cloudy skies with a low in the fifties. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. And here's the part where all these number one fans going to jump in and say that they they love the weather and they wish that they had that weather. But um, <laughs> got it. Got to throw a zing in there. But anyway, uh, so, I mean, I don't think it's going to rain that much. I think maybe before they were hyping it up, like, oh, it's going to be a rain game. But, like, I, I don't think it is going to be as much. Yeah, it's one of those deals, like, when they, it's like when they said there was going to be snow in Buffalo or snow at Lambeau. And it snowed in that morning, but during the game, it, there was really nothing coming down. So, it's like, okay, it really wasn't technically a snow game, but okay. Yeah, it's like the the NFL analyst taking a bite out of the weatherman apple with <laughs> with hyping it up and then nothing I happening. Know. I don't know. Um, but all right, to that point, so rain's in the forecast. We'll see what happens. There was no rain the first time they met. It was 27-24. The Chiefs won. But, I mean, really, honestly, the score didn't reflect how not close the game was. It was a 425 game on, on CBS. It was week 12. Yeah. Um, if you, I mean, what you need to know about it. So Mahomes was four, uh, threw for four sixty-two and three touchdowns. Brady threw for three touchdowns, or yeah, he had three touchdowns, but he had two interceptions, and he was twenty-seven for forty-one. So, um, I, you know, I'm going to slip my wrist on this part here. Look, I feel like we've, in the, especially in the last like two three weeks, we've said things like, "Does does the past matter? Does playing in the past matter?" Well, I'll tell you what, it mattered a lot. Like, we said it didn't matter, and then look at last week. It mattered. <laughs> like, the Chiefs just kicked the Bills' ass, and then the, the Buccaneers just rolled right over the Packers' offense, and they won, you know. So, the Packers obviously lost. So, so but it's that point. <laughs> but, no, I mean, seriously, basically it's that point. We said that the script would get flipped. It did not. It, it stayed. Ex- and I guess why I'm getting so animated about this, it didn't just, like, stay the same. It, like... Where it's not like the Packers lost a game like 56-50 and Tom Brady threw for seven touchdowns, Aaron Rodgers threw for seven. Like, it was the, the Tampa defense is what was 
what changed that game. And, and the same thing for the for the Bills Chiefs game, right? Like Patrick Holmes is good enough. The Chiefs offense dominated the pace of the game enough. The, the Bills could never really get that flow and go that they had a lot that brought them the success they had all the way up to that point. So as I, you know, keep going here, do, does that week 12 game matter? Like, I'm not trying to say, like, so say it does, but like, I, I don't know. Like, do, was that just a mirage last, the last go around in the playoffs or, or where are we with this? No, I mean, it, it definitely, it definitely does mean something, right? Cause those memories sting and the, and players don't forget those type of, those type of games, you know, and, uh, the feelings they felt when they lost that, those games. So, of course, it's going to be in their head a little bit. Um, and even from a game plan perspective, you know, obviously, you know, knowing – see, it's like playing a divisional team. You know how they do certain things and certain schemes and whatnot. And when you play a team like that and you, and you win, you, you remember what you did right, what you did wrong, and the team you lost, same thing. So, it doesn't matter. And, you know, I, always, I used to always say that beating a team twice is hard. Well, we saw two teams do it the other week. So, I don't know if I can say that again. Uh. I know. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. I'll be straight up with people and I'll say it again on Sunday. It's not me like hiding it for, for Sunday's show. I don't know what to think. I think that's also partially why I've been bashful talking about the game. Like just slightly, obviously it's more bitter grapes, but like, <laughs> but I, I, but truly I, I'm here's the thing, right? Like it's the same script. I don't know how it goes, right? Like we tried taking a gander at it last time. We were wrong. Like, right. Spoilers, Zach, if Tampa Bay's defense gets turnovers, it's going to lean towards Tampa Bay. If they don't get any turnovers, Kansas City's going to win. Like, shocker. Like, everyone knows that. I don't know if they're going to get him, though. Like, because then you start jumping in the lines. Like, Eric Fisher's out. But, okay, well, maybe the Chiefs have a better quarterback. Like, I'll be straight up with you. Patrick Mahomes is better than Aaron Rodgers. Like, like in, in, in this sense. Okay, I think maybe you could say it in general. That's fine if you want to say it in general. I'm not going to complain with you. But at the same point, I would even say in this moment, but that he matches better with that Tampa defense from, from an offensive perspective. And that's not me saying Rodgers slow. It's not anywhere. Mahomes can move a little bit quicker. He just has that. He's younger. He can, he's got ten years worth of that one less step to get out of the pocket a little bit more. But that's everything. And and, and the other thing is, the Chiefs know they don't need to run. They they can run. Like Andy Reid is I, the thing about Andy Reid. I think is so beautiful about the sport of football is he can tailor an offense game. He knows what the Bucks are going to do. They want they they're fast. Like what pissed me off at the Packers, they tried to almost beat the Bucks in their own game, move the ball laterally. I'm like, why are you doing that? Like they're fast. Like. Andy Reid won't do that. He'll know exactly where to expose them, and then he'll just always – I feel like he'll be one step ahead this entire game. That's just kind of my take. I don't know. Just – I could be wrong. No, no, I I agree 100%. I think, you know, when you look at the weapons that each team has on both sides of the ball, I, I feel like the Chiefs, you know, they, they outweigh what the Buccaneers have to offer. I really do. And, you know, you know how – I feel like the cohesiveness that the Chiefs have with Andy Reid, the enemy, Spagnola, and just the overall game plan and how the players are like, they're right in line with everything. And I noticed with the Bucks that Bruce Arians said how Brady sometimes calls the plays coaches and all that, which is all well and good. But because there's a little bit of like inconsistency there, like I wonder if that's a slight edge. I, I don't know, maybe. I thought it was two weeks ago, but I was wrong. But no, no, I think you're, I think, I, yeah. I think you're right. I, I mean, in terms of, to that point, that's where I would say maybe that's a mirage two weeks ago. I think you're right. Yeah, no, it's possible. I mean, one big thing with, uh, with the Bucs and the, the defense side of the ball real quick is they're getting Antoine Winfield Jr. back, uh, rookie that's safety. Big, yeah. And he's, he's got three picks this year. He has a couple sacks to his record as well. And uh, I don't know. I would expect a lot of shadowing of Tyree Hill. Like, it, it, they're going to need someone else to beat them, not Tyree Hill, but they, Tyree Hill's just that. So I don't know. 
Yeah, that's I can't. Okay, you're actually getting me into this game a little bit more from just a sheer toss-up perspective of the, mm. the matchup. Um, about that, you want to drop a little football, like just normal football circuits? Yeah, sure. I was backwards. That's what you had. So. But oh no, 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 I was gonna say, did you have one more thing you would add? No, I was gonna say I was correcting myself. Winfield had three sacks and one interception, not three interceptions, one sack. Oh, that's all right. No, yeah, check look myself. at you, like. Clear the stats, so clean that play off. You know. That's right. Just gotta check myself. Um, and, and yeah, I'm just looking at. So I was reading the chat, and you know, just obviously with Andrew Breed's experience. Um, yeah, I, I could see the Chiefs winning off of that. But I mean, I stop Brady's been ten Super Bowls, so you know, it's that's 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 where I have no idea if we're to really, you know, does experience matter? Or does it not? Like that's the question, mm-hmm. right? But um, I right, tell so you, want to jump in a little NFL, just like general NFL chatter. Yeah, let's go. Did you read by chance? I'll, I'll kind of put you on the hot seat here for a second because I didn't ask about this earlier. Did you read that uh, LA Times article about like Jared Goff and, and that whole thing with him, like you know, being shocked? Like in your typical like trade article. I did not. I know. I know that there must have been some salty feelings. You know, Detroit. There's someone that's actually going to appreciate him. So it's it's funny. I'm not, and this is not me taking a shot, Jared Goff, because on the contrary, I actually think he was he was great in the article, and 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 you see a lot of people. Do the whole salty thing. It was just very stereotypical. Like I love. First of all, I, let me step back for a second because the biggest takeaway I got from the article was how much charity and community work he does in the LA, like the LA area. Which I mean, and he, and he even said that he's going to still do that, which I think is just absolutely awesome. So like, mm-hmm. kind of gets a little credit for that. Right? Like, people could just shut it down, right? Like, and be pissed off they got traded. So like, just to give him a lot of credit for that. And no, I mean to that point, I thought he was great in the article. I mean, he was just very sincere. He just said he was, you know. He felt like it almost reminded me of like, you know, someone getting interviewed after getting like a, a, a semi messy breakup with this, like, look, I could tell something was up, I couldn't tell what it was, and you know, but I'm, I'm ready to move on and just get on my life. Like, but at the same point, it was not, not like I'm mad. He even said, like, I'll always remember for like us making a Super Bowl run and, and us winning divisional titles. Like, I had a blast and like I have nothing bad. It's like I'm just really excited to go to Detroit now. So I give him a lot of credit. I always roll my eyes because like everyone in the media has been like, good for him. Good for him for taking the high road. I'm just kind of like, yeah, like, I mean, obviously I'm happy too, but it's just like, okay, but like, you don't have to also like give him a word. Like, he didn't play that great. Like, that's why he right. got traded. Like, yeah. we'll be able to like hype him up now as a hero. Like, yeah, he's, he's been pretty streaky to say the least in his career there, you know, so like, enough's enough. Move on, see what happens. Right, and that's now. not a reflection. And to that point, I, I don't actually, honestly, I don't know this has to do with him. It's more just the media. But, but, um, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, do we really talk? I mean, we did a little bit. What are your thoughts on him going to Detroit real quick? Is that a you long-term know, solution? <laughs> I'll try to give you a rolling start I, on it. I, th- I, th- I think it might be a long-term solution, you know, with, with, with that contract, for one, that they're buying into, and because of his age. You know, he's, 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 what's, what's this? He just had his, what, his fourth year? Mm-hmm. So he obviously has a long career ahead of him. I think – you know, he knows what it takes to get to a Super Bowl. I mean, granted, he had a good supporting cast, so he knows what it took and the feelings to get there. So he's got some some big game experience, which, no offense to Matt Stafford, I mean, he never had those big game experiences. Nope. And, you know, I think when you look at ceiling, I think golf ha- still has a decent ceiling. I'm not saying he's going to be the best quarterback in the league, but I am But I think he has op- he has the skill set and, and the opportunity to get to get to above where Matt Stafford was, you know, at one point in time. So I think it's a long, I think it's a long-term solution. I think, you know, I think it was a little bit of a lateral trade though. Like, I don't think you really had a 
for the, the Rams, I don't think you had a significant upgrade. I think it's an upgrade, but I think it's a significant upgrade that everyone thinks it is. It's funny, too. I, was, I don't know why. As you were talking, it just hit me. I feel like this is like a Zach thing to find. Like, that would, like, piss you off a little bit. Do you see like, Todd Gurley? Like, I guess, like, jumped on, like, was on, like, an interview or whatever, just saying that he felt like Jared Goff has a lot of ball left. And I was like, oh, I could see that being clickbait. Because, like, it's just like, oh, look at that. The trade brothers are like, oh, like, you know, like, anti-Rams. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, does he have a lot of ball left? He's in his mid-20s. I would, I would expect him to. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus. Um, that's so bad. so well, I'm sorry, I can I can just I can make it worse for you. First of all, if I see one more Deshaun Watson, I mean, every day he's going to the 49ers, he's going to the Jaguars, and they're going to trade that first. Round oh, he's going to the Giants too. I don't know if you heard that one. Oh, oh really? Dude, he's going to the Eagles for Carson Wentz. Like, uh, oh, apparently, you know, right? Like, right. It's horrible. If you watch, if you listen or watch our show, like, God bless you for all our sarcasm we throw out there, but. But no, it's ridiculous, right? I mean, the amount of times that, that every single day, it's like the stock market. It's like it's like seeing Doge on Twitter popping up. And by the way, look at me. I'm getting the finance tweets, by the way. I know. I, I, see, I see you shouting out there all that. Thrown out the other day. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Literally, that's like you throw in like a five-team parlay for like Pac-12 basketball, and you wake up and it hit. And it's just like you see Elon Musk like, tweeted out that everyone should get Dogecoin. You're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... Can we talk about the actual stock market? Or, uh, 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 oh, the stock market? The stock market. <laughs> I said, like, Mom, Mom, the box of caught us. Um, but, <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, I'm excited. You see, I'm all giddy. I have a big sister. First time smiling in like three weeks. But, um, I, I, dude, it's fun. It's like gambling. It's like you check it like a score. And then it's just like, God damn it, the stock's down. Like, come on. Like, yeah, oh, no. it's like no different than betting on like Montana State or something. Yeah, or like, yeah, exactly. Like you know, Coppin State, you know, big game or something. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I see. I was actually on the opposite end a little bit. So with the whole push on GameStop and there was those other stocks like American Airlines, for example. So I, like a normal you know person, invested in American Airlines months ago, and then now all these people invest, and then they throw the restrictions that you can't that you can only so so went up to twenty five dollars. No, I don't. Are you you getting restrictions though? I mean, you're just saying in general. No, like, I, I, had Robin Hood and no like, I had the stock way before, and then everyone on Robinhood bumped it up to $25, and then everyone laid the restrictions down. You can only buy a certain amount of shares, and then because of that, it lowered the price back down. You know, if people were selling or they weren't able to buy. So, oh, like, oh, just, great. Thanks. <laughs> oh, it's hanging. Yeah, I know you're saying now. Yeah. See, it took me a second. It's all good. I almost want to take the like, Dude, I got to get you on the Doge Crow. What, what, is that crypto or bit? Yeah, it's crypto. It? <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about that stuff. Oh, you think I don't know any of this stuff? Like, <laughs> but, but I will say this. I, you know, what? this is a camp shout out, real quick. And, and I don't even know if you watch this or listen to our podcast, but I'm pretty sure it was one of the Salinos retweeted. I just saw it that morning. I just saw like if you're like it, like someone, one of them retweeted something that popped up on my Twitter feed. It said like if you want to make money, like buy do- like uh, like Dogecoin or Dodge or Dogcoin Doge is a symbol. I can't talk. Um, and I was just like, yeah, what the hell? I looked through my Robinhood account. I had like a hundred dollars, like buying power, like just throw in there. And I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna screw it. Like, I like checked like an hour later, and it was like, and I was like, wait, but what? <laughs> and then I went, I would like joke and tell you, like I was like that night, I was like a little kid, like it was like the first time like I've ever like made money in something. I was like, oh my god, it's going up! Like, but yeah, all right, we don't need to hear about my my. First of all, if you listen to my stock tips, you're gonna go right down the toilet because I have no tips. Like I'm I'm. 
I'm like Wait, just, you got the Doge. You're on the Doge train, so yeah. But I'm like a kid that just found like two pennies on the floor of the mall and just threw them in the fountain, and then like walked out the door, and someone's like lollipop, and you're like, yes, my day's already improving. It's like okay, like it's not. I mean, sure, if you really want to believe it is, but like it's not really in the in the long run. But um, all right, let's let's get to um, let's do it. I'll say our days did improve though this week, Zach. Um, I'll tell you real quick. Do you want to talk about some months though? Before I, I was going to jump, that was my little way of getting into NCAA football. But you want to do? We always do a little, little teaser real quick and talk Carson Wentz. Yeah, let's do it. What? All right. So, did you see the whole Rapport tweet out? I, I just saw that. I guess that teams have been inquiring about him. Is that right? And that the Eagles are going to pick up the phone. Like, oh, like what the hell is that a meme? But, but you know, it's funny actually. To that point, I thought Jeff McLean had a really good tweet out um, that cleared up, and it's funny because he said this actually means the Eagles' plan. Uh, on dealing Carson Wentz, uh, want to create the illusion to to gain some leverage. Does that mean that they'll be able to know? <laughs> still a lot tiring out, and they're still willing to take uh, take it on the chin. Uh, lack of compensation, eating some of the contracts. So my hunch is they're going to move on from him. That seems like that's the general tide on Twitter this week. Although I think there's been a lot of fans, which I rightfully and I kind of agree with them, that have been like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, don't don't do this. Like, like can we just like, see how this goes one more year? Like, you know." If I was the Eagles personally, and not to, I mean, we talked about this a million times, and like, I feel like we're being clickbait monsters with this, like this whole Carson Wentz thing. But I think you got to see it out of your Sir- Nick Sirianni, right, Zach? Like, how do you not, like, he's a, you see what he can do. You, we, I don't know, even if he is an egotistical, like, fine, he's a quarterback. Like, what difference does it make? Like, he could be, he could still win you games. Just cross the wires correctly. Completely agree. And it's up to, it's up to Sirianni to to change that culture and change that you know that image perception and try to you know bridge that gap that there is right now and, and to you know build that relationship back with Wentz and you know it's it's, it's from both sides and from the top down the GM obviously I think you got to ride it out I mean if if I'm an Eagles fan like I, I'd want to see it I need to see it play out I can't just you can't just trade them in my opinion um, love them or hate them or you know whatever but. I think you got to at least give him like four or five games next year and see what happens. And that's to be like the like throwing like another like you know like bowling ball into the mix here, but it's just like did Jalen Hurts really show you that much that makes you say yeah we can get rid of this guy? Like no, right? If Hurts went out and was was Patrick Mahomes like sure, but he wasn't. So no, exactly. So I, now, I'll, I'll, but and even at that point, like we saw Bridgewater go five and zero right for. Um, or no, or we saw Kyle Allen went five and zero, or who was it that went five and zero? It was Kyle Allen for the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, they went five and zero, and then all of a sudden, boom. So you know what? Even if he did win those games, you still don't know. Well, it's funny you mentioned the Panthers. Like basically, like the that that actually the red like, or the Washington football team in general. Like, because I actually have a list of quarterbacks like Alex Smith, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, and there's more. But like Jimmy G, like but like mm-hmm. what what does it mean? They're all in this weird purgatory, right? Where it's like the team might not trade for a quarterback, might not sign a quarterback, might not draft a quarterback. They might draft a quarterback. They might sign. Like, where right, there's so many possibilities, and they couldn't stay put, but they probably won't. Most teams don't. <laughs> so, and, and rightfully so because of the record the previous year. But right, like, look, it's a guy like Drew Locke, for example. It's like he may be right. Like he might not be. W- weren't we just sitting here like eight months ago? Be like, Zach, is Drew Locke good? Right? You know what I mean? Like, like, right? Like, and here we are. So it's like. There's these like purgatory quarterbacks where I, I sit there and I think like that's kind of what I'm interested to in, see watching this offseason. I'm like, are, how many of them stay? How many of them go? 
Like, I'm probably gonna be way off on all my projections. Like, you know, but but like, I don't know where it's gonna leave us. Yeah, I'm. I almost think that there might not be as much action as we all think or hope there would be. I I think that um, I think there's several decent quarterbacks in the in the draft that I think are going to fill the void for a lot of those teams instead of seeing trades like Darnold, um, Garoppolo, you know, um, whoever else that's on the market right now. Which is there's a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if we only see maybe Deshaun Watson move, and that would be it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's boring, but obviously I think, you know, everyone wants to see the NBA offseason where there's five big trades or, you know, things like that. But the thing is, I feel like we've been saying it, like, the NFL's not the NBA, but it's becoming, like, I don't want to say it's becoming, I'm saying where it's just like, it's becoming as interesting, like, there's a lot of movement, there's a bunch of movement. Well, it's, it's been interesting to me because my team hasn't been in the playoffs so where we actually didn't need to do anything, so yeah. But, uh, no, I know. Trust me, I'm a Marlins fan. We didn't sign anyone this offseason. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, it's exciting because, you know, as football fans, whether your team is 0 and 16 or 16 and 0, it's, it's exciting to hear some type of football news because that's we, we live, you know, and breathe, obviously. So, any type of news is exciting. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's um, first of all, how excited were you about the NCAA football news? So let's, should we do that? Is it time to do that segment? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, all right. So, I'll I guess I'll, I'll run it out real quick. So, EA Sports tweeted out earlier. I think it was on Tuesday. Um, that yeah, that college football will be coming back. It's pretty awesome. I'm pretty hyped, dude. But I mean, it's like I'm trying not to be a kid and be like I'm going to play it all the time. So I'm like, all right, you're 28 now. So like, let's move on. But but this is exciting, right? Yeah, you know, I'm going to be being a grouch. Uh, I'm oh, one of those no. people, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting that it's coming back, for sure. But I'm one of those people that if I see it all over social media all the time, I get infuriated, I, and it makes me hate it. Okay, so... Did you play it? I did. Oh, yeah, I played it growing up. Okay. But like, so, like the Bernie Sanders memes. Like, I saw three of them, and I was like, all right, that's enough. And I saw 50 every day for two weeks, and I it, it, it irritated I can me. give you that. So, so, so with the NCAA thing, it was it was a similar deal. We're like, all right, okay, we get an NCAA a new football game. Like I saw the picture of it literally a hundred times, probably in the first couple hours that news broke. <laughs> I was like, all right, guys, I know, like I don't need to keep seeing it. So, yes, I think it's great, and I'm excited for it. But it also annoys me that it's been flooded on my phone. It's a little over. I know what you mean. It's a little over hyped, but I am pumped. I mean, I love that ESPN Brock, like like the whole like you know college football like get up that they have. It's it's always. I don't know. I just feel like. Oh, sorry, you said. It brings back some nostalgia too, you know, because like yeah. you play a game and it it reminds you of like a certain point, you know, in your life when you're like, you know, you're in middle school, you're in high school, you really don't have any responsibility or any worries, you know, you're 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 uh, you're you're not cynical like we are now, or at least me. And, <laughs> no, uh, I'm the same way. <laughs> and uh, you know, it, yeah, it's a good you know little like like mental exchange. So I would absolutely love to play it. I probably won't buy it because I don't really play video games. You know that much, but if I, I might if get you, it. you had it, I'd come over and play. You know? I might get it. Uh, that's yeah. one I might get, but you know, I mean, just strictly for the mascot games. Have you remember those? Oh, those were cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the, I always liked the storylines, and it was the same thing with Madden, where they do like you could be a team and do a season, and they always do like. They, I, I, but here's one one knock I will have. So, you know me, I like army football, right? So I would do seasons as army sometimes, and. I would win, like, I'd go, like, undefeated and be playing, like, a national championship game in a season. In my head, I'm like, this is awesome. I love Army football, but I'm, in my head also, I'm like, I'm a realist. I'm like, 
is this even that realistic, though? <laughs> like, not really. Oh, see, I think that's what makes the fun. There's a million teams to pick from. And then the mascot games make it. I mean, you know, the Christmas trees running around for Stanford? Yeah. I mean, how uh, fun is that? I mean, then they got the, the Syracuse Oranges out there. Um, no, but I mean, actually, to that point, that's why I like it better than Madden because, like, I want to be the Packers. Like, I, like everyone's like, all right, let's be random. So, like, but if I'm the Packers, they're like, well, you, you can't do Aaron Rodgers. That's not fair. Like, we're like, we're like, which just makes sense. But, like, with college, it's like, I'll be Temple. I know they're, like, ranked 48 overall in this game, but let's have some fun with it. Like, you know, it's like... Yeah, you know, you know what they should do, and then maybe they are doing this, but maybe it messes with that image and liking this, liking this thing. They should have, uh, like, just say you want to be a certain team from a certain year that had Saquon Barkley. Like, that's it. they should have Penn State team 2019, 18, 17. Like, the last 10 years, maybe. Stack it up so you can choose. I like, think they had that, like, at least in one of the games. Like, you was, back, yeah, like... The dynasty year, the dynasty teams, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, could you imagine put Saquon in it? You know they're gonna, they're gonna. They I could to. almost see them not doing it this year and then next year, like pumping it up. True, true. I think they're gonna see really good sales this year with it. Oh, oh yeah. For sure. I will. You know, it's that Mitchell's like their stock. Yeah, EA, right? Because they're yeah. yeah, they're publicly traded, aren't they? Yeah, you know, let's take a look real quick. So yeah, you're getting stock advice. Yeah, and... well, I wouldn't call it advice. You're talking. I mean, you could, you know. Just like you got Kieran's gambling advice. I mean, that hasn't been so good on the show in recent past. <laughs> it's one thirty-eight. Is it 100, 138. It dropped a little bit today, huh? It did. So it's fifty-two week high is one fifty. It's fifty-two week low. Let me see the last yeah. week. Wow, it actually dropped this week. Which Big like it well, yeah. maybe it was their earnings. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. I'm just I just look at it like wow, man, the bar graph went down like. <laughs> Or the, not even, it's a line graph. It's not a bar graph. Jesus. Um, all right. But anyway, let's do a little show versus street. I'll get back to my own. I'll get on my own street here. Back to my own my own neighborhood here in the sports chatter. Um, yeah. yeah you want me to ask you first or, you want, or would you like to ask me? I'll tell you. I'll, uh, dude, it's up to you. I'll ask you since it's related to Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Let's, let's get yeah. out of the way, please. <laughs> Rip the bandaid off. So the Super Bowl, obviously, you know, you get the best team from the AFC, the best team from the NFC are come together and clash to win the grand prize. But Karen, I mean, the two best teams in the league are playing Sunday, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'll do the show take. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I mean, yeah, you have you have to look at it. Well, yeah, duh. I mean, you just pointed out the team that won the NFC and the team that won the AFC are going to the Super Bowl. But no, I think when you like. The, the, the Bucks defense has been stellar. And and their offense, obviously, with Tom Brady has been really good. I, I think it's a maybe. And people can judge me for saying I'm anti-Tom Brady, which I'm not. But um, I can get why you might say, like, oh, well, like, their offense was good, too. Like, no, their offense has been solid. Like, basically, their offense is pars, and their defense has been birdies. That's how I would look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, there have been no bogeys, and that's why they're so good. Yeah. Like, and, right, there maybe haven't been as many Eagles as some of the other teams that have. We're like, whoa, look at that. Like, all season long, let the Packers offense, like, things like that, right? Like, the Bills offense, like, there's teams that were really, the Ravens, like, that were really sexy. But they're here, right? Like, they're good. Like, they don't make mistakes. They don't beat themselves, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's why they're there. Like, right, there's a reason why you're there. There's a re- They had to win three games on the road. If you're the Bucks, you had to win three games on the road. How the hell are you not supposed to deserve to be there? And if you're the Chiefs, I mean, you're the betting champs. You won both games. The Browns and the Bills were probably the two scariest teams I thought in the AFC playoff picture, and they beat both of them. With no fans. And it, right, we can say, oh, we want an arrowhead. There's no fans there. 
Right, so I mean, there's, there's some. I mean, but you know, what I mean, like, it's not, it's not like the, the, the typical hundred thousand people screaming and ringing off the, you know, <laughs> the corridors of the building. So I mean, I, I just think that, yeah, I mean, from a show perspective, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, well said. Now I, I want to hear the street perspective. No, you don't. No one does. <laughs> and You're I'm halfway actually, there. You're halfway there. I'm glad. No, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it short. I, I, I think I kind of just because I've I almost in a weird way I've been whining about it all the last week and a half. No, I mean I think what sucks is I always spin it back to my friends in Kansas City that all texted me the last week and a half, being like, "Thank God you guys lost," because like I did not want to play you, and I'm just like, "Of course you didn't!" Like, like we played so bad that one game. That of course they haven't beat us. Like, are you? They're not a bad team. Like, like so that that's what hurts the most. We threw up on ourselves. We were really Eminem in the beginning of Eight Mile, not the end of it, and, that, and that's what sucks. But you know what? That's that's the reality of it. That's why it's a tournament. They weren't good enough that day. They lost at home. They had everything in front of them. They lost. But it sucks. At the same point, like just because they lost that game doesn't take away that they were an awesome team and a great team. And like that's almost what kills me. I'm like, I don't want to look back on the season because all it, all it makes me do is remind me that they probably could have should have won the Super Bowl. But like, it, not anymore. Like it's over. So yeah, sorry. All right. No, no, I, I completely agree because you know. The, the for better or worse, the thing with football, even with a lot of sports, it's a, it's a game of momentum, obviously. So, if you get hot at the right point in time, you can go on a run. You know, like the Giants, you know, did for example, um, and other teams have done too, obviously. And like the Bucks are doing right now, you get on a run, and you, and you win, you win the deal. Whereas, you know, the best team in the league, especially during regular season, you, know, you fall in a situation where like you said you throw up on yourself, but, you know. Yeah, no, it sucks. It's, it, and that's what, and we go back to talking about like series and, and single eliminated. Uh, all right, you know, let me let me ask you yours. <laughs> let me, we get sidetracked some more if, if if I keep talking. Um, but yeah, let's keep it the Super Bowl circuit, Zachy. Um, I'm gonna throw one at you. A hot slider across the plate, baby. It's not baseball. Uh, the Giants can be on this stage a year from now and be playing in Super Bowl weekend. You're a Giants fan. They mm. had some growth this year. True or false, they can make it on the stage this time next year. Yeah, so my show take would be, uh, while any team has a chance, uh, it's very rare to see a team have a losing record multiple years in a row and then all of a sudden make it to the Super Bowl, <laughs> let alone win the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> that's my show take. Right. <laughs> I love how good, short and sweet to the point was. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's just you know the Giants did show a lot this year, obviously, um, but there's still some holes they have to fill, and I think some other teams are a lot closer than they are. And the Giants, you know, need to, like I said, fill those holes. And if they could somehow get on a run, sure, but most likely not. And that's, that's the show take. Now, similar to what we just talked about, how you know it's a game of streaks where you get hot at the right time and anything can happen. So I wouldn't discount them at all. And I think even though they finished six and 10, you know, excuse me, I think they are probably, they probably had the best culture of a losing team that I've seen in a while. Or, you know, it, it had formed in front of our eyes this year, especially, you know, me and as a science fan, you see living in, in a world of doom for several years and you see something happen that reminds you of the Tom Coughlin era, you, know, you, get, you start to feel that culture's back. And the fact that they kind of gained that culture, even though it was a losing season, um, I think it's promising and I wouldn't, wouldn't rule out anything. Of course, like I would love to see that as a, 
on the street. And I, I absolutely think they could, for sure. I mean, they have the foundations there. You know, they, they just need a couple of little things to click, and they'll be there. I think the second year under Judge will be really helpful. Um, I think a big thing, you kind of hit on earlier, the Jason Garrett coming back. A lot of people hate it, but I like it. And the only reason why I like it is because if he leaves, then you have three offensive coordinators in the first three years of Daniel Jones' career. He has no I agree with that. You know, so I'd rather die on the hill of Garrett a second year with Jones for his second year. And then if, if you don't see Jones improve, there's no more excuses. And I'll even jump in real quick. Would you add that that's like maybe a reason why everyone's like all pissed off like that? Oh, gee, I knew he sucked in Dallas and now he sucks here. Like, first year, first year. Like, yeah. it, I mean, how much is to play in that? Oh, there's a, there's a lot, I think, and especially a first year where you can't you physically meet your quarterback until probably like a month, maybe, prior to the league because of all the, the COVID restrictions. A lot and everything had to face that, you know, the uphill battle this, this offseason. And even for Jason Garrett himself having to adjust from being the guy in Dallas who had Helen Moore call his plays and did a great job at it, and now he's in New York calling plays on his own, essentially. Um it's, it's an adjustment for him, and I'm not trying to stick up for him, but I think everyone needs to calm down on the, oh, he needs to go train. Like, I understand why you say that because some of his calls were questionable, but if he goes and if Daniel Jones struggles still, then there's an excuse to say, oh, well, it's his third offensive coordinator in his third year. I'd rather know that Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. Legitimately, you know, which even then doesn't make him a bad quarterback, but, like, the signs would say, all right, maybe we need to move on. If he does have a third year, that's mediocre again. You think he is, by the way, a good quarterback? <laughs> I think he has potential, and I think he showed growth this year. And I think if he can build on it, then I would say he's a good quarterback. But right now, I'm still he has a lot to prove, in my opinion. I think his threat on the run is great. We haven't had that really ever. Um, I was gonna say, I think there's enough good in his game to not like make you believe he's not like he's not bad. But no. there's been enough bad that makes you wonder: is he good? Like they're going to get somewhere in the like in the midst of that. Like there's that bubble, and it's like so. But that bubble bursts. So that I think that's what's interesting about next year, right? Because now this is his last year. Well, he's young. It's like no, 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 no. Like right, like we're done with that now. Like you got to take care of the football. Like and you know if your numbers drop a little bit, but you take care of the football, that's everything. Don't rather throw him, less yards, but turn the ball over less. Like I'd rather him throw for like thirty five hundred yards, but have half his amount the amount of turnovers. Because if you do that, we're winning games. Exactly. He, um, he single-handedly cost us games last year. because of I know. Players. But he also had some really good play. That's where I, I don't know. I don't. I really have no idea. I Every time I think, uh, I don't know, man, then I'm just like, I mean, dude, and you saw, you, I, I met what I said when we saw him live. I thought he looked good. Yeah, like live, he looks, he looks decent. Seeing him live a couple times, he looks better than what Josh Allen looked live last year. You know, but Josh Allen just made a huge leap, huge improvement. Yeah, he really um, did make a leap. Yeah, big time. So, big leap. I don't know. He's he's too hot and cold right now. Just need just just be consistent. Don't turn the ball over. Just be an Alex Smith. You know, it's funny. We're getting in the chat too. Uh, what are your favorite Super Bowl foods to eat? You got one? Ooh. I, I love ordering like a like an eight foot hoagie. You know, you have the family yeah. over and stuff. Obviously, just cut up some hoagie. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I like that. And oh, you know, yeah. it doesn't kill your stomach the next day. No, it doesn't. No. What about you? Wings do. Um, <laughs> wings. Well, wings guy. Uh, do you want you want a story time? Yeah, we'll story. you really want it. Mm-hmm. Senior yeah. year, city of pizza. Oh, sorry, junior year. 
So I went to Temple University. City View Pizza was the move, Zach. They had a two pie, forty wing special for like thirty bucks. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. A college deal. So uh, we order it. Comes delicious, right? We go right through the pizza. I'll, I'll go through a very long story short. Some of our friends at Friendly with uh, were in our building drinking for the Super Bowl. We were not. And we went over to their apartment to, you know, chit-chat about, you know, just, you know, day and whatever, and we're hanging out. And then our food came, so we said, why don't you come down, eat some food before you go to your other party. We're going to chill here and watch the game. So they come down. We're eating our pizza. That giant tub of wings are on the island, which is right oh, by the no. door next in our apartment. Oh, no. So we eat. The, or I guess it was more like a carton. It wasn't a tub. It was more ver- it was more horizontal than vertical. It's important to, to understand that because since that point we finished our pizzas, so, or one of the pizzas. So they leave and they're like, by the way, when we're leaving, like, well, they say we're on our way out. Do you want to? Or I'm, I'm acting like I'm in the group. I can't tell stories. As they were leaving, they say, "There we go. Uh, do you want us to take this empty pizza box out?" So I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great." So they leave, turn around, we're like, "Hell, the wings." They Trojan horsed out the wings, Zach. So we didn't have any wings for the Ravens uh, 49ers Super Bowl. Was that an accident or was that their plan? No, it was because I texted him. I was like, did you like did you not think we were like we were gonna know like store our wings on the counter? Yeah. And then they were just like, no, like we didn't take them. I'm just like, but you did, like hundred <laughs> percent did, like they're not here anymore. Like they were here, you left with a pizza box and you scurried out of here with a pizza box like this, like Oh and then they were like, God. oh, sorry, I guess we did take him accidentally. And I was just like, all right, like, you know. Well, I'm not going to say what I said, but. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. College antics, it's all good. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd be pissed. I know. But pizza is, pizza is the move. That's, that's. My, uh, yeah, pizza's a solid one. Pizza's good. Cheese sticks are good. Chinese food's good. Mm-hmm. Anything's good. That's kind of what I love about uh, the Super Bowl. It's like the national, like, besides Thanksgiving, it's like the other day where you can just eat, eat, eat. And everyone's like, I ate a lot. And it's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's all good. Um. And the next day, the day after should be a national holiday, right? It really should. I mean, or at least a half day or something, a late start, two-hour delay, something. Something. I mean, it's a crime. And it's, it's just like toying with us at President's Day is like the week after. It's like, just get the week together. But I think that's what they're going to do if they add a 17th game into the schedule next year for teams. I think that, that's the uh, end game with that. I like that. Uh, yeah, right? Well, so did you like Shover Street? Yeah, I did. Yeah, did you like that? It was good. Because I was thinking about it, I was like, it's a little personal night. Mm. I, do you think it was? I, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought, I, it was little, I thought it was a little... Uh, it's good to get a little personal jab, you know? Cause that's I, I was saying, I just thought it was a little too... I don't know, I thought it was a little too cranky about the Packers. Is this my last show to, like, bitch about it? I'd say mon- Monday would be your last possible. Okay, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that, because I was going to say, I think I might have one more, like, just... Yeah. Last burn in me, but okay, I no. appreciate that. So, like, well, you know, I don't know that it's Mojo Monday next Monday. So, true, true. Any hype for Monday? Big show. Real big show. Yeah, it is. We got, we got special guests right here. Hell yeah. Oh, we got Mike DeRosa from uh, the director of brewing for uh, Neutral Brewery coming on. And it's funny because after packing in all those LBs, yeah, maybe we'll throw back a couple beers on Monday just to get over the maybe the Super Bowl hangover. But, uh, yeah, so Neutral Brewery, which is located in Williamsport, uh, Pennsylvania, their director of brewing is coming on, and he's actually from our hometown, downtown Pennsylvania, which is really exciting. So uh, we'll have Mike on to talk all about their brewery, and, and, and it's, I mean, 
Dude, I, 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 you know, I mean, if you just watch our show religiously, you probably, you know, handing like, oh, by the way, neutral, neutral, neutral. It's, dude, it's that good. This yeah. is all a drink. It is really good. And uh, so you had the broken heels. Uh, do you have any yeah. other ones? No, that was the only one I've had, but it was delicious. Oh, really? I, I, I think I had a couple, so it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a one-hit wonder. We're going to have fun. We're going to have some, oh, oh did you? Couple yeah, of, a couple of couple went back that day? It was good, yep. Probably, I was probably drinking in my sorrows away from the Giants, but uh, yeah, it was good. I can, I can empathize with you there. I can. Uh, but yeah, so we'll have Mike on the show, uh, so make sure you tune in. And we'll obviously do our Super Bowl chatter, too, as well. So we'll have Mike on at 7 o'clock on Monday. Um and we'll re- recap the Super Bowl after that. But, uh, yeah, and you know, to that point, um, we'll have a lot of, if you want to, you know, stay in tune with our announcements and stuff, make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit, at underscore get sidetracked. Um, and then, you know, audio episodes, Spotify and iTunes for all that fun stuff. You know, hey, if you're shoveling in the Northeast or, you know, whatever, Midwest, yeah, yeah you can download them. It'll be a good time. And then uh, check us out on Twitch. Uh, for the video episodes, follow us to the heart to the left, subscribe to the right, uh, free with Amazon Prime, as I always say, um, and YouTube. Yeah. that I mean, there's no excuse for that one, Zach, because it's free. It's free. You just got to put your email oh, in. Free. Just, it's free. Uh, there's highlights, clips. That one's, I feel like it's a lot of fun. You know, you can interact with the show in, in some different ways there. Um, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you're feeling uh, even more crazy... Uh, for sidetrack stuff, you can always go to the store, check us out. Um, we have all sorts of cool gear. Uh, you can see we have everything from tote bags to t-shirts. So, uh, yeah, no, you can definitely get lost on that site and check out uh, all the cool stuff on uh, the sidetrack website. But, yeah, here we are. Sorry. I appreciate you giving me Monday, by the way. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm myself. This, like, I know, I know. Well, it's it's tough, isn't it? It sucks. It's one of the worst guys in the world. Well, it's crazy. I didn't even think about that. That uh, Super Bowl I was bringing up with the wings getting stolen. That was you lost. That was so you know what it feels like. What? Which we know an idiot. No, that no, was well, we we, you, we, we lost in two thousand one. Wait, so you beat the 49ers in twenty eleven? Yeah, that, I was that, thinking that, they beat you in what thirteen? Damn it! All right, so all right, so you've had a pretty good time in the NFC Championship game, huh? Knock on wood. We're four and one in it, <laughs> so oh, that's fun. I'm actually one and four. How about that? Wait, that's fun. One, uh, we're four and one in Super Bowl. Sorry, I I don't know the NFC Championship record off my head. Oh, that's actually what we are too. What's that? That's that's what we are as Packers too. Yeah, four and yeah. one. There you go. Um, yeah, there you go. Hey, there's some better trying to take us out on the weekend. Yeah. Jenny, you take us out on the weekend? Is there any? Oh, well, dude, and uh, the, I actually hate myself for not bringing this up. I love the Waste Management Invitational. Okay. If you're not a football person. And they have fans. They actually have fans. Some, not all fans, but there's partial fans there. So there's a lot of good good uh, golfers there. The crowd sounded good. And uh, yeah, the, uh, was the 13th hole? Is that what it is? Or 15th? Uh, 16th. 16th? <laughs> 16th. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but, uh, you yeah, know, it, uh, it, it was cool because it was, it, was, it was nice to see some fans like react to a nice chip or a putt. And uh, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And there's a lot of. I really, you know, big name players from Rory McIlroy, Andrew Buffley's up there, you know, a bunch of those guys. Yeah, no, it's been, it was a good crop of players out there. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Uh, one one thing I will, since I won't be on on Sunday, I'm going to do my Super Bowl prediction. Oh, dude, yes, absolutely. So, we're going to go 31 to 23, KC. Two. I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's going to come down to, like, the end. Brady's going to need to go and get a point conversion to tie it. And... 
So I'm going to put you on the spot here. Is it 31-23, and is it a good game, or is it like 31-10, and then it somehow sneaks his way up to 31-23, and then, and, and then they get one last shot, but it's just like, I mean, they, they had to get everything going for them. I, I think I think the Bucks are going to come out slow, honestly, because... And not so like a week 12, for you, basically a carbon copy of week 12? Similar, I would say. Like, I, I think because... This, again, not to be this person, but I think because they're playing their home stadium, it's going to be a little bit harder for them to like get hyped and have that full experience of traveling to the Super Bowl and stuff like that. So I think they're going to start off slow. It's going to be a reverse roll where the Chiefs are hot and the Bucks are, are slow. But then I think come like halftime in third quarter, I think it's going to get close. I think towards the end, there's going to be a missed extra point for the Bucks and the Chiefs. You know, it's going to come down to eight points. The Chiefs are winning this game. I think. So. I think I really, so. I don't. I don't, really I don't, do. I don't see them losing. <laughs> Like I think uh, Chiefs money line is the is the move. Was it? What, I have it in my notes. It was one eighty six. Yeah, probably something like that. So it's not like the most appetizing number, but it's the number you should take because I think sometimes why it's like, the most it is sometimes because yeah. like how do you take that? It's like because they're gonna win, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> so no, I'm that's what I'm thinking. I'm pumped. I love. I love. And we have some uh, some prop bets. I know you're swapped, so I can do the prop bets this weekend if you want. Yeah, we'll roll some out. We'll roll some out. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, right. dude, you're the right. best. I feel like. Uh, oh, do you have you your stat by the way for the NFL season? How good you did on your picks? I don't. Uh, I didn't keep. I didn't keep track of it. It was good though. You even got it. It was pretty. It was awesome. I was not curse. I was, <laughs> I was pretty happy with it. But you know, it could be better. It could always be better. Uh, oh, I know that Packers season could have been better, Zach. So but hey, thirty other teams. So yeah, but you know that's why you you, you balance Zach's picks because that'll always take you home if your <laughs> team can't. We'll see. Um, Awesome. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back. It's funny. I was about to say we'll be back on the air on Monday. So we'll have a bonus show at noon. We'll stick stick to the social media circuits. We'll try to aim it at noon. We'll see how the uh, the day goes. Uh, but yeah, we'll be on the airwaves at noon on Sunday for a little Super Bowl special. And yeah, and then obviously check us out on Monday at our normal scheduled time for the new trail interview and then the Super Bowl recap. Uh, but whoever has an awesome weekend to that point, and uh, yeah, we'll see everyone in the living room on Sunday at noon.